welcome to season six of Travel Stories Podcast, where we're no longer following me, Hayden Lee, around every country in mainland Europe because I've done it. Been there, done that. <laughs> every country in mainland Europe, all 42 of them on the motorcycle. Her name is Gloria. She is beautiful. And yeah, so now I'm back in, I was going to say sunny old England. It's, ah, it's all right. Back in England. Either way, there's a cat staring at me like I'm being weird. Which I suppose I am. I'm just like for her. I'm just kind of talking to myself. It, she doesn't know what a phone is or a microphone, so it's like I'm talking to myself. That must be weird. I've got creaky floorboards here too. Listen to that. I know. I'm talking. I'm not talking to myself. I'm recording. Don't look at me like that. Right. If you're in, let's see. If you're in Hounslow, which I believe is in London somewhere, east, west. Ooh, I've got to pick one. Let's go with, I think it's in the, hmm, I think it's in the West, maybe, Hounslow. I don't know. If you're there and you're in the car, don't know why you're driving in London, in the car on the way back from work, let's say, just thought you'd stick this on, have a nice start to your weekend. Looking forward to the fight. Oh, don't get me started. If you're in, let's see. If you're in Denver, Colorado, Denver, and you are, let me see, what are you doing? You're, do, do you have baths? Do you have a lot of baths in the, in the US? I can't really remember. You're having a, let's say you do. You're having a bath. You just think, oh, I'll just listen to this podcast while I'm in the bath. Then, uh, then you will have realized that not all English people say bath. Then you're having a bath and it's very nice. We don't talk like that. <laughs> Some of us do. The very yeah, well, southerners do. Anyway, then I would invite you to join me. I am in Shropshire. I'm in Shropshire. It's uh, it's a nice county. I'm in me ma's house. <laughs> I'm in my ma's house, getting some work done, stuff like that. Kind of, yeah, it's fun. I'm just waiting for this weekend, man. Waiting for this weekend. It's the fight. Don't get me started. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about UFC on this travel podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely will. And so, <laughs> oh man, it's all I can think about. Ah! Yeah, I'm in Shropshire. It's a nice county. It's it borders Wales, borders Powys. Uh, in Wales, and it's nice. It's very hilly, very green. It's uh, it's a lovely place. It really is. You should you should come. We got like five castles, I think. Five castles: Whittington, Shrewsbury. Is Whittington a castle? Shrewsbury, Wa uh, Warwick. That's in Warwickshire, obviously. Ludlow. I've said Shrewsbury. Ah, oh, that's three. That's only three. Oh, I'm never gonna get it. Ah, oh, no. Stoke say castle. There's another one. There's one more I'm missing. Ludlow. Ah, never mind. <laughs> so that's where I am. And today, today, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. The first is the main theme of this episode, which I gather you've already read, so you know what it's going to be about. And the second is the new direction of the show. Well, the new style of episode. Well, the new season, season seven. You know what I mean? And I need your help with that need your help so in fact should we talk about that first let's talk about the first so season seven right what i'm thinking and i was saying about this in the last episode right what i'm thinking is each episode right because i get a lot of messages 
God, finish a sentence. I get a lot of messages, right? That are like, oh man, I've been listening to you for years and like, it's actually been years now. And, you know, because of, you know, listening to you, I went out on this trip or even not because of listening to you or, you know, I've been getting into traveling. I went out on this trip and it's things like that, things like that. So I want season seven to be more of a back and forth, right? So bringing you guys on because, I mean, it's you guys that listen, like, you guys are the reason that I still do this, you know? So let's have you guys on. Let's hear your stories. This is the Travel Stories podcast. So let's hear some stories from the road. You could be on the road at the moment in wherever. You could be, this is a really creaky floor, man. You could be, uh, you could have just come back from somewhere, right? And got a few stories to share. Tell everyone how it went. God damn, that's creaky. <laughs> or you could be, gearing up for a trip you could be getting ready to go out for a trip and yeah that'd be fun too if you're in any of those three stages or if you just in fact or if you're just thinking about going traveling and you're kind of almost planning a trip kind of but you've got to get all your ducks in a row and you've got to figure it out whatever stage you're at if you want to come on the show then do it <laughs> it's uh it's very simple to set up and uh so with that in mind if you feel you have something to talk about, like if you've been on a trip, you want to tell everyone how it was, or if you've got a few cool stories from a trip, or if you're, like I just said, all these things I just said, then get in touch with me on Instagram. It is at Backpack Digital. If you do not have Instagram, my email address is Hayden Mail. that's M-A-I-L, at gmail.com. Oop, yep. Learn how to talk, mate. If you can't spell Hayden, which I'm sure you could read it somewhere, there are two two ways of spelling it. It's the non-Welsh way, so it's H-A-Y-D-E-N. My last name is spelled the same way as Bruce Lee, even though I'm not Chinese. So, yeah, get in touch with me. We'll sort it out. So what we'll be doing is those will be, what can't I talk today? Those will be the Monday episodes, right? They'll be the Monday episodes. We'll go back to Mondays. And then the Thursday We'll just still have me chatting because I've said this before, the way I see it, right? There's two parts to a podcast, I think. There's the subject. So for this, it would be travel or the theme or whatever you want to call it. And then the second part is the host. I've said this before a million times, but there's some podcasts I listen to where I do not care what they're talking about at all. Bill Burr talks about American football almost too much. I still don't know what's a wing backer in a line front. I don't think either of those exist, <laughs> but I will listen to him talk about it, you know, because you, you have that, that kind of bond. And I feel like maybe I have that with a few of you. So if you still want to listen to me chat, it won't be completely off off topic. It won't just be UFC talk. But we'll still have the Thursday episodes. It'll be like the Hayden Lee show. You know what I mean? Which I've, I'm kind of, I don't like doing stuff like that, you know? it's Maybe it's because I'm English, but we don't like to do those things, you know? This is the Hayden Lee show. Tune in, you know what I mean? Like It's like the, I think it's an Australian thing or a Kiwi thing, the uh, tall poppy syndrome, where it's like, if someone's doing well or something like that, then all the other puppies kind of cut it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, you're doing well in your job, are you? Hell yeah. <laughs> like it's, you know what I mean? So we don't let to do that. But Thursdays could be the Hayden Lee show. You know, if you want to just hear what I'm thinking, then uh, that'd be quite fun, actually. See, I feel kind of, I feel that weird feeling of, ah, oh, who am I to do that? You know what I mean? Who am I to have the Hayden Lee show on Thursdays? But then 
The other part of me is, actually, that'd be really fun, just getting a mic and then talking about what I'm thinking about, you know, because maybe maybe it being travel related might be a bit of a, uh, or it feels like it could be a bit of a hindrance, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know, it's hard to explain. But yeah, so Thursday's Hayden Lee Show. I, I definitely won't call it that. Monday's season seven, you guys, some travel stories, some travel tips, just general travel stuff. We're still going to be the best travel podcast out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So on to today, right? On to today. We do have some questions later in the episode too, but I wanted to talk about reverse culture shock. We've talked about this a few times before, right? And that is obviously, if you think about it, culture shock, you guys know what this is, but culture, for those of you that don't, culture shock is when you go to a place and you go, oh no, my culture is shocked. That's when you go there and you're, oh, everything is so different, you know. But then you, when you're in a different culture or many different cultures for a long period of time and then you go back home, if it's home you're going back to, or you go back to your home country or something like that, there is a shock there as well. There is, oh, hold on, everything's exactly the same as it was, <laughs> you know. And it's like you get used to how you are and who you are and what you see and what you do and how other people are on the road and in different countries. And you come back and go, oh, oh hold on. Oh, I kind of remember that. Yeah, well, I didn't realize this before, etc. So reverse culture shock, which is what I, I, I guess, which is what I should be having now, you know, but we'll talk about that. So what I've done is... I uh, did a bit of a Google, right? Had a bit of a Google on reverse culture shock. And I picked a, what do they call them? Where people write stuff down, but it's always like really long because they need to get their word count. Post, I guess. Article. There you go. Don't you hate that? When they're, when it's like they need to get their, their kind of word count up and their SEO good. So it's like the first, you can skip the first three paragraphs. You know, the, the info that you want isn't there. It's like if, you, if you're looking for information on, oh, I'm going for it. If you're looking for information for UFC 229, you know, Conor McGregor's weight cut, how is it going? The first paragraph is UFC is the ultimate fighting championship where they fight. It's like, I know this. I know this. Second paragraph, Conor McGregor is a big star in the year. I know this. <laughs> You have to get out of the, like the fourth paragraph to actually get what you want. Anyway, what was I saying? Reverse culture shock. I found it. I just had a coffee. I found a article about it, an article, and it had seven points, seven points about how it feels, how it's, how it should feel in this person's opinion. I would link to it, but it's, it's long gone now. So I'm just going to take it. Right. <laughs> So there's seven points of what you, what it can be like, what it is like, or, you know, all these things. And I thought I'd go through them and talk about my experience with them. And, uh, and it'll be interesting. Let's do this. Right. So the first one that they, I don't know if they're in any type of order, but the first one is that your home country now drives you crazy. I kind of see what they mean with this, you know, it's like, you come in and this, especially with England, there's these little rules and there's these little, like the way that people drive is always a big one for me, especially when you've been driving out on the road, you know, it's like, there's these little things. And I don't know, man, I, I do kind of, I do kind of understand that one, but nothing really drives me too crazy. But yeah, for England, it's mostly the rules stuff. It's a country of, 
of uh, what's it called red tape, <laughs> etc. It's like you can't do this. Well, why not? Because it says here that you can't. You know, <laughs> so that you don't have a lot of that in other countries. It's like you can't do this. Why not? Because you'll die or <laughs> like whatever. You know, but here it's like you can't do this. Why not? Because you can't. And I wasn't raised like that. I know a lot of people were raised like that. You know, do as I say, etc. But but I wasn't. So it, that is a bit weird for me. And I do kind of understand what was it they said again? Your home country now drives you crazy. Well, I guess that could come to like, you know, when you, you're traveling, then you leave a place and then your memory of that place is kind of not, not clouded by the bad stuff. It's just the good stuff you're remembering. So now you're in your own country and you're there. You're like, ah, oh, well, you know, it was so much better in Costa Rica because of dot, dot, dot. But what you fail to remember is it was maybe not as good because of dot, dot, dot. Yeah, you know, we tend to romanticize these things. Maybe it's different if you live somewhere because then, I don't know. I don't know, actually. That's a weird one. But no, I do I kind of agree with that. Your home country now drives you crazy. There's a couple of... I'd, I'd, the way I'd re rephrase that is there are things about your home country that you forgot about because maybe you romanticized it, just like I was talking about the travel places. And when you come back in, you realize that they're a thing again. <laughs> I know, not as eloquent, but that's what I'd say. <laughs> second one. So their second one is you feel totally alone. Wow, <laughs> that's big, man. You feel totally alone. <laughs> so for me, I wouldn't say so, but um, that could happen. That could happen. I could see that happening. Like if you're out on the road and you've made all these friends and everything like that, and then you come back and if if you have no kind of family or friends, there, I'm going to go with two different things here. Number one, if you have no family or friends really where you, where you live, or you have very few, you can feel alone. You go back and, you know, you turn on the light in the apartment and then you sit down on the sofa and you go, <sighs> right then, what now, you know? You can feel like there's there's no one there for you but that i don't think that's the case of i don't think that's the fault of reverse culture shock i think that's just life in general like it depends how you live your life if you come back and there's friends that when you see them after a year it, it feels like you saw them last week which is my case then uh then maybe you don't feel and i think i'm a different case in that as well because i was alone the vast majority of my travel anyway you know and i feel like a lot of you guys would be as well you know there's a lot of solo travelers and yeah you can go out and meet people and kind of you know you make new friends and everything like that but you can do that when you're home man like you know what i mean now, just because you're in your hometown doesn't mean that you can't act like you were when you were traveling this is this is a big thing when it comes to reverse culture shock so it's like, in a, in a sense, imagine you're traveling where you are. You know, if you've gone back to your hometown or something like that, imagine you're still traveling. What would you do? What would you do? I mean, you've probably not seen the sites of your town. You've probably not gone to all the, you know, research. Oh, where's the best, where's the coolest restaurant? And then you, you probably haven't done that because it's your hometown. You take it for granted, you know, and you probably wouldn't go out somewhere. Stay in a hostel in your hometown, man. How cool would that be, you know? Because it's like... Um, it's totally, it's totally different, you know? And like, then you're in that travel spirit of going up and talking to someone. That's what you do when you, that's what I do when I'm traveling, you know? You go up to someone, you go, hey man, how's it going? Where are you from? You know? It's weird, but people don't do that in their hometown. If you're from New York City, well, New York City is a bit weird, but if you're from, we're at Hounslow, if you're from Hounslow and you come back there after traveling for however long, and then you're just in your town, if you're in, in line in the supermarket, you won't talk to anyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> you might, but do you know what I mean? But if you're in Costa Rica again, and you're in line at a market and you see someone that's clearly a traveler, you might talk to them, you know, and you should. And I think you should do that in your hometown as well. Cause do you know what I'm saying? So I forgot what it even was. What was it? You feel totally alone. Yeah. I, I think that could happen, but I think that's also kind of down to your actions when you get home. You know what I mean? Anyway, number three, this is quite, uh, ambiguous. You have changed. You've changed, man, man, you've changed. We used to say that for my, my friend, like when I was like 15 or something, when he wouldn't come out like to go party or whatever. I grew up in the countryside, so it's like party meant get like a big, uh, what they call them, they call them slabs in Australia. I don't know what they call the, um, a big case that's American, I think, but you get a big case of cider and then, uh, and then you go into a field and just get drunk and see what happens. That's partying in the countryside when you're 15. So if my, what was my point? If my mate wouldn't come out, we'd say, mate, you've changed, man. <laughs> and that would always, that would always make him come out. He's like, no, no, I haven't. No, I'm still cool. <laughs> but it was funny because this is such an aside, but I just thought it was really funny because his name was Greeny, Matt Green, right? Greeny. And when he wouldn't come out, we had this other mate, John Green, no relation, right? And when Matt Green wouldn't come out, Greeny wouldn't come out, then we used to, we used to call up John Green and say, his name in the friend group he knew his name was reserve greeny so we'd call him up and we'd be like all right mate coming out he'd say oh greeny can't make it we'd be like yeah reserve greeny come on you're up <laughs> anyway what was it again uh, you've changed that was it you've changed greeny so yeah i mean of course i mean even maybe i'm kind of reducing these down a bit much they do seem a bit reductive but like of course you've changed of course you've changed. If you, if you stayed in your hometown for six months and just were, <laughs> I was trying to think of like the, the kind of present tense verbiage of to be, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking bead. <laughs> if you just stayed in your hometown and bead for a little while, right, then, uh, then of course you'll change. You know what I mean? And that is, of course, amplified when you go traveling. You go traveling for six months, you go traveling for a year, you go traveling for two weeks, you come back, of course you've changed. You've met people, you've, you've heard all these different outlooks on life, you've heard all these different plans of what they're going to do with their life. You've brought that all into your brain and you've mixed it all up in that cauldron inside your brain and then out of the other end comes a little idea and then you shape that idea into how it can work into your life or how it can change your life. And so these things are all gathering in your head and you come back and of course you've changed and I'm going to extrapolate a little bit of what they might mean. In fact, unless they cover it uh, in any of the others, no, they haven't. So I'm going to extrapolate a bit. What I think they mean is you've changed, but maybe nothing around you has. And this is a feeling that I felt when I got back here, right? So like you come back and you go, Oh, I wonder what Dave's up to. You go around to Dave's, exactly the same thing it could be the next day from when you left like exactly the same thing 100 percent. he's still got money troubles after a year he's still there is no dave by the way he's got still got money troubles after a year him and his missus still aren't getting on and they're still thinking about splitting up but you, you know what i mean everything is still the same everything is the same you know maybe the woolworths has turned into a waitress but apart from that <laughs> is this they don't even have woolworths anymore <laughs> they do in australia and apparently the u.s anyway yeah, you've changed. You've had all these changes. This is the biggest thing about reverse culture shock. You've had all these changes internally. Hello, cat. And 
there are no external changes in the world around you. You know, people are still driving the same cars. <laughs> Everything is the same. And it's kind of weird. It is kind of strange because even if when you left, you belonged or you felt like you belonged in that place, which is, I think, a little rare if you leave them for that long. But if you felt like you belonged and this is my home and this is what it's about, right? And then you leave and then you change. Is the person you've cha- does the person that you've changed into still belong? You know, because <laughs> I don't know. It just seems, it just seems weird. It's like, does it still give you what you want from a place? You know? Is it still your place? Does it still feel like your home? Are you still intrinsically that, in, I always say intrinsically, are you still that person that belonged there and lived there and that's their place, but with a few added extras, with a few added ideas, with a few added kind of thoughts about life? Or are you completely changed? Has it changed your outlook on life so much, this travel I mean, that when you come back you don't recognize the old you anymore the old you that fit in the old you that would go round to dave's and then talk about you know i was going on with his messes and stuff like that when you come back from travel and you've dealt with all this stuff that's happened on travel do you go around to dave's and go dave why are you still with her i like, <laughs> you know what i mean like are you beyond this stuff this is something that i've kind of this is something that i've found not with travel i guess but it probably comes into it but just with life in general after uh, aging a bit you know it's like um it's like, I don't have time. <laughs> I've said this before. I don't have time. And that doesn't mean that I'm busy with work or I'm busy with any other stuff. I mean in life. I don't have the lifetime. Like time, time our lifetime is this finite thing. We all know this. It's our most precious resource. Yada, 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 right? And it's this thing that's just counting down. It is counting down. And you've got to use up that. that as soon as that's gone, that's gone. You've got to use it up, man. You've got to use up that time. And I don't want any of that bar that's going down. I don't want any of that bar to be used on stuff that, I don't know, what's the end of that sentence? I don't want to use any of my lifetime for this stuff that doesn't matter, you know? So it's like, if what am I thinking of? What am I thinking of? It's like arguments, man. You know, I've always thought that like, after an argument, be it 30 minutes, be it a day, be it a week, whatever, you always get to that point of, hey, sorry about that. I was being a, you know, I always say, let's just skip to that. Let's just skip to that. You know, <laughs> like I don't have time. I do not have the lifetime to deal with that stuff. And that, yeah, this may, this may be a travel based thing, but do you know what I mean? And it's the same with, let's imagine Dave's a real bloke, right? He's not, but let's imagine he is and he's in that relationship and he's still not sure about it. And then that year that you've been gone, things are exactly the same, right? They've made no progress whatsoever. So if they've made no progress, right? And if what they were doing at that time a year ago was like determined to make them no progress in a year, why do it? Why spend that year in that place? I know that you can't see a year in the future, but why spend that time in that place thinking, oh, should I, shouldn't I? It's all about action, man. You got to take some action. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what I was talking about. Where are we? Number four. (laughs) Number four. You will find yourself pouncing on any opportunity to talk about where you were traveling. Yeah. First time I came back from Hello Can. First time I came back from uh, from India. It was. It, I mean, I was. A, I was a completely changed man. I came back. It was just. There was a big kind of uh, what's it called? A big beam of light around me. You know, I would frequently sit cross-legged. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And so that's the whole reason this podcast exists. So that one I, I would say is true. It's like 
I don't know. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. It's in fact, <laughs> yeah, it's so right. This happened. Uh, I was on my way back the first. Uh, I mean, the first day when I just got into England, I was on my way to get the to get the bike sorted out, and uh, I was in Cannock, right, which is in uh, in the Black Country in the in the Midlands, right. And uh, it's not a racist thing, by the way. It's actually what it's called, Black Country. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> look it up anyway so uh i was in the black country in canuck right and uh there was i was just uh went into a shop came back i was by the bike and there were these two two uh women walking past the bike and one of them was looking at it and the other one was like oh you love your bikes yo do that was an all right black country accent that was and uh <laughs> and yeah and they were talking about the bike and i was like are oh, you right and they're like oh yeah she loves bikes she does no nah, that wasn't as good and uh and i said oh yeah cool and I kind of felt the need to tell them about my journey, you know, not in a kind of egotistical kind of bump up my ego type of thing. But I was like, oh, yeah, she's she's the first bike to have gone around every country in mainland Europe in the one trip. Like we just we've just been through 42 countries. I realized at this point I was this was too many words. Like they were expecting maybe two words, three words. <laughs> it was too many words. And they were just like, all right. Oh, that's good. I. <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I completely understand. You want to tell everyone, man. You want to tell everyone what you've just been and done. And it's, I don't think it's an ego thing. I always have to be a bit conscious of what I'm doing for, for ego purposes. But I don't think it's that. I think it's just that it's had such an effect on you that it, it's like being vegan, right? It's had such an effect on your health because it does. When you first go vegan, you feel amazing. You know, you a lot of the time you're cutting out a lot of sugar. You're cutting out a lot of this and, and you feel amazing. And then you think, ah, oh, everyone should know about this. And that's kind of like with the travel you've just been on. It was so good and so cool and so interesting that, hey, man, everyone should know about this. And then and then maybe they will go on their travel and they will experience this life-changing thing, you know? So I think that's why we do that. But that one's totally true. I'm talking fast, aren't I, man? Right then. How are you guys doing, by the way? <laughs> Send me questions, man. I love questions. Questions are the best. I'll still do them probably on, will I do them on Thursdays? Or do them, no, I'll do them on the Thursday, Thursday episodes in the new season, yeah. So it's Instagram at Backpack Digital. And uh, yeah, my email was back there. Right. Number five is phrased in the form of a question. It is. There's a lot of cars going past. That's, I know that's not a question. That wasn't even the thing. Number five is, aren't I special anymore? Question mark. Uh, I would say no. I would say no. no. Very few people are special. Not everyone's special. Not everyone's beautiful. Get over it. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, what was I saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think what they mean by this is when you're walking through the streets of Athens, right? You're you're a traveler. You're different. You're you you speak. Uh, everyone speaks English, but you, you speak English, and you're you're not from there. You're you're maybe a little bit interesting to the locals. You know, if you're going through if you're going through the the rice fields of Vietnam or Bali, then you're interesting to those people, as interesting as they are to you. You know, it's a completely different way of life. You were raised completely differently. You've got your own stories, and like you kind of you do feel a bit special in a sense. You know, and yeah, that kind of goes when you come to your when you come to your uh, your country, your home country, your hometown, because no one knows what you've just done, right? Like you could have you could have gone to wherever and just what's the past tense of skydive? Skydiven. <laughs> 
could have skydiven uh, many, many times. You could have, I mean, you could have hitchhiked on the on the Trans-Siberian. You could have done anything in the world, right? But then you kind of slide back in your own into your hometown and you're just Greg, you know? Like, <laughs> you're just you and no one knows, you know? And it's kind of, I don't know, they don't know what's happening inside you. And this is, yeah, it's kind of... I don't know. I think that's kind of, you know, when people say humbling, like when someone says, hey, you changed my life. This is great. And you go, that's really humbling. They, they're they obviously using that word wrong. That's not humbling at all. Uh, this is a humbling experience when you're kind of, I mean, you could be away and you could, you know, be hitchhiking on the Trans-Siberian. You could be doing whatever and then you're doing all this and then you get this maybe inflated version of yourself in your head, maybe. <laughs> and then you come back and like I said, you just, Greg, that is humbling. It brings you back down to maybe who you are you know like you are just a guy like i say no one's special you know so i don't know uh what does it say again aren't i special anymore hmm yeah i think maybe that's a case of keeping your head when you're traveling like when you when you are in the rice fields in vietnam or bali and you're walking through them and you see someone your your thoughts shouldn't be that you're special, obviously. Like, you're just you. And if you keep the you in your head, what makes you you? Yeah, you're having all these transformative experiences and all your thoughts are changing and what have you. But if you keep, if you keep the you there, your ethics, your morals, what makes you you, what you think about things obviously is subject to change, then I don't think you'll feel special, you know? Which I think is a good thing, because no one's special. <laughs> Number six. Your mood changes faster than Vancouver weather. I think this is a Vancouver-based uh, article. Right? I imagine Vancouver weather changes frequently, I suppose. Kind of like Melbourne weather, you know? Like, what do they say? Four seasons in a day. Your mood changes fast, I believe. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I haven't really... I haven't really felt this like my mood's kind of stable all the time it's kind of all the time just kind of yeah <laughs> so maybe i'm a weird case like well we know this is the case but like maybe maybe i don't relate to a lot of these things because i'm a bit strange but does that i mean let, let me know you guys let me know does your mood change frequency frequently when you get home I, i'm guessing i'm guessing it's like half you was like oh man i, I really missed this i want to get back out there and then half you's kind of oh man i'm really glad i did that and then half is and that's a lot of halves and then half you, <laughs> half you is like man it's really good to be back i feel really nice and homely you know i'm gonna take a bath light a bit of a candle you know what i mean like I guess it could be all these. I could see that. Like, you're glad to be back because this is where I'm from and this feels comfortable. Ooh. Oh, I'm starting to understand. So, like I've said before, that feeling of comfort, right? That feeling of comfort is nice. This is why people kind of strive for it in a sense. The feeling of comfort is nice. It's nice to be, but imagine you get back to your hometown and then you walk down the street that maybe you grew up on and you go, ah, this is my place, you know, and you feel, ah, it's, it's homely, you know, and then you get, you get back to wherever you are and then you're just sitting down at your table and you're thinking, yeah, this is, this is, this is homely. It feels comfortable. It feels nice. We all know that feeling, you know, this is my place. You know, the difference between if you're, um, you know, sleeping over, sleeping over, how old am I? Sleeping over at a friend's house or you're in your own bed. That difference, you know? So you do have that feeling. But then the contrasting feeling, which I assume would come after that, would be, no, no, I'm, 
I'm too comfortable now. That can happen after a day, you know, after three days, however long that period is. Because I think that's good to have. I'm going through a lot of different things. I'm sorry, guys. I think it's good to have that kind of, that week of comfort back home, you know, a lot of baths, you know, you know what I mean? Like getting that I'm back home feeling. But then after a certain time, whether it's a day, whether it's a week, however long it takes, because you're a traveler, you will get that itch again. I'm getting too comfortable now, you know, I'm, I'm going to end up like Dave, you know what I mean? And so, and so, yeah, I can see how that can change. I can see how your moods can change like that. So yeah, I would possibly agree with that. And the seventh and final one from random article I definitely should be linking to, but obviously won't, is you were in a constant state of missing the places you left. Yeah, I could see this. I could see this, especially if you're in a place for quite a long time, especially if you lived in a different place, you know, because like I said before, we romanticize the past in a lot of cases. We romanticize where we've been and what it was like and all the bad parts drift away and all the good parts stay. We do the same with relationships. We do the same with friendships. We do the same with TV shows we've watched, you know. I mean, we all remember all the good episodes of Better Call Saul, but what we don't remember is that for some reason it's really dark. Is that Why is that? Like, does anyone watch Better Call Saul, right? It's kind of like the spin-off from Breaking Bad. It's super dark. Like, I'm always like, it's my brightness on all the way up. You know what I mean? I'm forever watching silhouettes, like, talking to each other. What what are they doing? Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Missing the places you left, especially if you've had great experiences there. You know, if you did, if you... <laughs> I was trying to incorporate the past tense of skydive again. If you have skydiven in <laughs> in, a, in a place, then you'll that'll be etched in your memory, you know, and that will be a, a positive for that place. And yeah, I think you will miss those places, and you'll also miss the people. Like, oh man, remember remember that guy that I was hanging out with for all that those. I mean, three weeks in you know Bangkok or whatever. I wonder what he's up to nowadays. You know, oh, I miss being there. I was waking up in the morning whenever I wanted. This is especially if you're going back to work, right? I was waking up in the morning whenever I wanted, and then going out, I'd get myself a little whatever <laughs> I don't know rice dish. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then do what I want. Go to the beach. I was just footsteps away from the beach. I'd just go there and chill out for the day. Man, it was so nice. And you can have these thoughts. And they are good. It is good. Like I said, it's romanticized in a sense, but that is fine. That's fine. I like that. I like romantic things, man. And you will have these, these memories of where you've been. And I like that. That's a good thing. It's, it's good to keep those. It's good to keep those, but we all knew a boat was coming. <laughs> But I like to live not in the past, you know? I, I kind of live half in the future and uh, half in the present. <laughs> I know live for today, you know, as if there's no tomorrow. But I don't know. I like the the feeling of, oh, I was going to go on to another thing then, shall I? Yeah, I will. So, you know, when people are like, oh, this thing could happen, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm not going to get my hopes up because, I mean, it could not happen. So I'm not going to start thinking about it. But, you know, it could happen, which is going to be great, you know, if it happens. But I'm I'm not like that. <laughs> I'm like, man, this thing could happen. Let's celebrate. <laughs> you know, let's imagine what it's going to be like. Let's imagine that it's already set in place that it is going to happen, you know, and then feeling yourself there and doing all that stuff. I love that, man, because even if it doesn't happen, then... That's 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 fun, man. Imagine what it's like and getting excited for it. Then if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It would never was going to happen, you know? So I kind of like that. But 
yeah, missing the places you left is good. And it's nice to have fun memories of the places you've been. As long as it doesn't bring you down from where you are. Because where you are is, is where you are is where you are. You're in flux. Everyone's consistently in flux. We live our life in constant motion. Right then. So let's get on to some questions. So that's reverse culture shock, actually. And I'm not feeling too much of it right now. It's, it really, it genuinely feels like I've been gone a week. It really does. It's, it's kind of strange. Especially because everything is exactly the same. Dave still doesn't exist, but if he did, he would be doing the exact same thing in the exact same spot. You know, like everything is the same. It's really strange. And it feels like I've been gone a week. I talked to people. I, I um, met up with my dad like two days ago and it's like we were chatting yesterday. You know, it's, it's kind of strange, but it's fine. I'm in constant flux. I'm in motion. I'm leaving in January. It's... Yeah, I don't know, it's kind of comforting in a sense to know that everything's the same. Like, you know when, okay, you know when you got your childhood home, right? And and like, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe your parents still live there, right? And then you go back one day after maybe coming back from university or something like that, and your room is now a gym, <laughs> you know, or a spare room. It's been painted. And it's like, this isn't my room, you know? It feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of nice, like coming back, from, say, from university or something like that. It's gone for three years. Then you come back and your room's exactly the same. I think because of that, you can assess as to your growth, you know. You can, you can remember who you were back then, you know. It's not faded into the ethers. You can remember ethers, plural. You can remember who you were, you know. And from that, you can assess who you are now, what changes you've made, and assess where you're going from there. Right, on to some questions. This is from Annabelle, no surname given. She says, well, Aiden, well, 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 thought I'd let you know how you keep me sane when doing PPI cases for an English bank. That's cool, I like that. I have less than a year left before I turn my back on the normal life I'm expected to have at my age. Love that. I've given normality a hell of a go, and nah, time to admit it's not for me. Don't you love when that happens? <laughs> Don't you love that time where you go, ah, I've given it the old college try. <laughs> you guys are fine to do it. You guys stick around, stick around, because when I come back, I want everything to be the same. You know, I want that feeling of comfort. Do that for me, Dave. But for me... I need some more. So I like that. She continues. When I'm faltering, I have a listen to your podcast and it spurs me on. So thank you for that. And then she has a musical suggestion. I'll probably do the music episode next week. So get some music suggestions in for this is my travel song. This is what I listen to when on the road. This reminds me of travel. This reminds me of what happened in this place where I went and did a, a skydive. And I was trying to use the... Yeah, yeah anyway... <laughs> So thank you, Annabelle. That's, that's very nice of you. And I'm glad that I can assist with that. I really am. This one is from old friend of the show. It's old Jeff Baker again. It's old Jeff. That's, I don't mean old Jeff. I mean, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> he says, Lee, so happy to discover you were home safe. I too worried uh, when I heard your mother opening the show and had a miniature heart attack. <laughs> yeah, last week's show, if you didn't hear it, it was my mother opening the thing. And I said that it was like, you know, because people haven't heard me for two weeks. And then it's like my mom's on the show and she's doing the, 
And I said, it would be weird if, if I did kick the bucket and she just came on the show like, hey, welcome to season six. You know what I mean? Starting off properly. I need that to happen. If I kick the bucket, I, I want, I want my mom to be on. If you're in, <laughs> that'd be great. He says, on that note, I love hearing you and your mother together. She is young at heart and you are wise beyond your age. So the gap is narrowed. That's, that's an interesting way to look at it. The gap is narrowed. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's interesting. That's kind of, it's similar with my sister and her fella. Like he's, he's quite a bit older than her and she's quite a bit younger than him. That was a, a ridiculous statement. Uh, but she's very mature and wise and what have you. And he's not so much. <laughs> So it works. I like that, man. Thanks. He continues. I hope she stays part of your show. Looking forward to season seven. Stay warm, mate. P.S. Like the pizza analogy. <laughs> Jeff Baker. <laughs> yeah, that was my analogy of kind of which way, which way round you do the countries. You know, it's like, do you start with the the ones that maybe you're not going to enjoy too much? Or do you start with the ones you know you're going to enjoy? It doesn't even have to be countries. It has to be, it could be anything. It's just an analogy. of Do you eat pizza from the nice bit first with all the cheese and the pineapple yeah that's right pineapple uh, or do you start with the crusts it, this is obviously if you don't like crusts the analogy falls, falls down a little bit you know what I mean but it is what it is <laughs> but yeah uh, I reckon she'll probably stay part of it I mean every now and then bring her on and uh, she can, she's good at answering questions. She's good at life advice is what she's really good at, especially like relationship advice and like, what should I do with my life? Because she's, she's been there, you know, she's been there. She's, she's been married. She's been divorced. She's been, she's been through everything, man, you know? So she's got that experience and she doesn't hold back, you know? It's like, look, this is what you need to do. And she's always right. That's the annoying part. <laughs> I remember I was, how old was I? 16, 17, something like that. And I was with this girl and I was talking to my mom. I was like, oh, look, I'm having kind of second thoughts. I don't know which way to go, you know. And, uh, and then she, she kind of gave me the advice and she was like, well, you, I'm obviously right. And it turns out she was. And she always is. But I need to, <laughs> I always ask her like, yeah, so what's, what's my future going to be like? Because she's always right. <laughs> you know, she like, way back when said, well, your brother's going to be doing this. You're going to be doing this. And, the, you know, so I might ask her again, see what she thinks now. So, yeah. This is from days dot roses he slash she she why can I never say that um ah she Victoria with a J that's not like Victoria <laughs> Victoria with a J that's like Eastern European I think kind of Polish Russian no Russian oh no it was got a uh, what's it called ah no, never mind Victoria she says currently binge listening to your podcasts keep it up ah. Oh. Short and sweet, and a little emoji of a, is that a fox. Yeah, fox. Awesome. Thank you for that. I'm um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you. Couple more. This is from the underscore loft. He's back. He's back, and he's going to be on the show in season seven. We're setting up. This is Chris again, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> he says, got two questions for my trip to Bali. I've got to get shots, but is it a necessity? Right. Now, I assume you're talking about whiskey, vodka, that type of thing, gin, you know? Uh, yeah, I'd recommend having shots. Uh, whiskey. Whiskey's good. <sighs> I'm just not funny. I don't, when people say, oh, you're so funny, it's, it's not true, as we've just witnessed. Right? So I've got to get injections, right? I've got to get shots. Is it necessity? Right. I have never got any shots. <laughs> like, uh, I think, 
I think I had, uh, I mean, even when I was born, I'm talking about, you know, I think I had something. I, I, I've had one of them, but then I didn't have the, the TB one where it makes, an, it makes a mark on your arm. Um, I just didn't have them. And I've, I've been to a lot of places and I've never had any shots, I don't think. Uh, no, <laughs> never had any. Uh, but having said that, I did get dengue fever. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was in India, though. But uh, Bali is, hmm, Bali's quite westernized in like less than half of it. I mean, the minority of it, let's say. The coffees, yeah. <sighs> I breathe. Yeah, uh, in like, in a minority of it, Bali's quite westernized. I, I think you'll be all right. But I'm not a doctor, you <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, I would, I mean, the questions I would ask are, why wouldn't you? The questions I would also ask are, why would you? <laughs> and I guess the answer for why would you is, so I don't get, I don't know what you get in Bali. I don't know. I don't know what you get there. But yeah, so <laughs> I'm so bad at this. This and travel insurance. I don't do either of them. I've never had travel insurance. I've never had any shots or anywhere. I just, I like to just, ah, let's go. It'll be fine. It'll be all right. Come on. <laughs> you know, but that's for me. For me, I didn't do it and I was fine. I know hundreds of other people that have been to Bali without it and they were fine. But me saying that means that you won't. And then you go there and then you'll contract something and then you go, hey, you told me not to. So I ain't saying that. <laughs> but I think you know what I'm saying. He also says, and I want to travel light, but we're going to do, I want to travel light, we're going to do backpacks. But if I buy gifts for family, do I just buy a duffel bag and do a checked bag on the airplane or should I ship them? Yeah, that's also another thing that I, I do. I never get gifts for family because like, I don't know, we've never done kind of gifts and you know what I mean? Like objects and stuff like that. Apart from my mom has, uh, what's it called? Fridge magnets, magnets, wherever I go. Well, I've done that like once, <laughs> but she likes a good fridge magnet. But uh, let's see. It's a good question. It depends how many you get. You know, do you have a, like a big Chilean family of like, you know, 35 cousins? <laughs> I dated a girl in Australia that legitimately had 32 cousins. It's like, what? I've got one. <laughs> but yeah, do you have a massive family? And are you, are you going to get them each a, you know, um, I don't know, ceramic figurine of a dog? <laughs> like what are you getting and how many people there's a lot of questions there's a lot of questions but what i would say is let's think i'm imagining i'm imagining kind of normal family size what is normal but normal family size you know kind of a few brothers and sisters and stuff like that um i would probably what i would say actually is i don't know how much you've traveled in fact no you've traveled um I've only been to Mexico, that's when I was 13, I'm now 24, he says, in a previous message. So yeah, I would say that the amount of things that you leave with, you leave your country with, and you get to Bali, you will then realize that you don't need that many things. So I think your bag will, or the things in your bag will gradually shrink. <laughs> You'll give away a pair of shoes that you thought you'd need, you'd give away a jumper or a sweater because you're in Bali and you don't know why you brought it, but you did anyway because, you know. And I think the, the space in your bag, in your backpack, will increase and, uh, and then that'll give you space. So I think, I think that's what will happen. If that doesn't happen, then shove them in, man. Make them fit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're all going to fit in your bag. That's genuinely what I think. 
could go either could go either way but if that doesn't happen yeah get yourself a little duffel bag and and check it in what is it 30 quid something like that get it checked and then pick it up on the way back yeah that'd be fine i wouldn't ship them it's a long way right then next and final one is from a-r-j-u-n a-r-g arjun arjun that's a name i know that that's a name anyway arjun he says oh it's a longie he says hey luke how you doing man i'm doing well thank you are you back home yet yes i am I've been listening to your podcast for about a month now and absolutely love it. Thank you very much. I'm in a train right now. Cool. Uh, from the city called Varanasi. Yeah, I know Varanasi. Yeah. One of the most ancient cities in India. Yeah. Man, you guys, if you don't know Varanasi, check out some videos and stuff on it. It's pretty cool. I think, where was it? On some TV show, they went to Varanasi. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. <laughs> Useless information. Uh, to back to, he's going back to Delhi, where I live. I had never really given a thought earlier about staying in a hostel while traveling, but the way you always talk about it, I knew that it's more of my kind of place than any hotel or Airbnb. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it to everyone. So I checked into this hostel in Varanasi four days ago and had one of the most memorable experiences of my life. This is going to be a good message. I can feel it. There were people there from all over the world. I made really good friends with this Canadian guy, a guy from Liverpool, not a good Scouse accent, a Swiss couple and a couple of girls from Belgium. We saw the city together and hung around together. As you rightly said, it was like this big community. I'm now sure that I will choose hostels over anything in my future travels. How good's that? How good's that? Yeah, I'll always remember that French girl, man. Not the one I fell in love with on the train. She was beautiful. That one that was in the hostel and she went out to a, a restaurant and she came back. And she was like, oh, it was so good. I had to come back and tell my friends. And then we were her friends. We, I talked to her for about 10 minutes, but it was like we'd known each other for years. Like she wanted to come back and tell us because we were her friends. You know, this happens in hostels so quickly because everyone's just themselves and nothing more and nothing less, you know? So the, the feeling of community, even if you introverted is just amazing man it really really is he continues thank you in capitals for inspiring me to live one of my most memorable moments oh man that's amazing i am a lawyer who sometimes ins uh, inspires to be a travel photographer that's cool so we always try to find these escapes from my uh, in quotations real life to my real life not in quotations man this is like the perfect message <laughs> <laughs> I always try to find these escapes from my, in quotations, real life to my non-quotations, real life. That's so good, man. I like that. Your podcast had me more confident about my life plans. Ah, oh, that's great, man. So thank you for that too. I should probably end this message now. We'll write to you again soon. Looking forward to your trip to Brazil and hopefully I will hear about it on the podcast. You sure will, man. P.S. Let me know if you plan to visit India again. And sorry for the long message, but I had to share my experience with you. Cheers, mate. Mate. Don't be sorry. That was an amazing message. I loved that. <laughs> I loved that a lot. That was great. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I'll be back in India at some point, I reckon. <laughs> I'm going to, what's it called, Brazil for six months from January. And uh, we'll see. After that, we'll see, you know? So yeah, man, we'll, well, stay in touch. But yeah, that's cool, man. I like that you're delving into travel photography. That's a, that's a good thing too. Man, your photos are great. This is wicked. 
this is just you're listening to Hayden Lee looking at photos. These are great photos, man. If any of you guys want to check out these photos, it's at A R J U N A R G. Check out those photos, man. Really, really good. I believe that might be all the messages. You know, might be all the uh, all the. Oh no, one more. <laughs> right then, this is from X underscore Emmy. I assume it's called oh, Maria. I was totally wrong. Uh, unless it's Amy Maria, maybe I don't know. Anyway, this is from X underscore Amy underscore. There's another one, right? She says, "Hey, I just started listening to your podcast and already addicted. Ah, I love that. I don't promote addiction, but you know, if you're going to be addicted to something, <laughs> I've been listening to the same music." so much it's nice to hear rambling for once yeah doesn't that i mean even if you're if you're at work you know if you're on the brush painting if you're doing a bit of plum, whatever you're doing you know if you're in, a, in an office and you get you're allowed to listen to music and you've listened to permission to land the amazing album by the darkness how good is that of an album uh, all you guys right now right check out permission to land by the darkness they're an english band they're kind of like if acdc were british and like kind of newer and the singer sung mostly in falsetto <laughs> check out man they're so good black shock the first track on the album oh it's so good what was my point yeah you've listened to all that you've listened to all jeff buckley's grace yeah and you've listened to everything a billion times and you don't listen to any more music <laughs> but <laughs> podcasts are great for that so yeah i understand she continues, I've traveled to Estonia this summer by myself, love that, and really want to travel by myself again. I was wondering, where is it better to travel? Norway, Sweden, Finland, or Denmark, or any other countries up there? Good question. And I might not be the person to ask, because I didn't go, like Norway, you remember, I, I kind of went into Norway and then straight back out, right? Because... I want to give Norway its its fair hearing. <laughs> you know, like I want to spend a bit of time there. I want to go all up into Norway. I want to go, do you know what I mean? I want to go to the West and go to the North and whatever. I don't think I've, I don't think I've truly been there. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'd, I'd, maybe I'd say the same about Sweden and Sweden and Finland, possibly Denmark as well. I don't think I'm the person to ask. I've heard though that Norway is... I mean, obviously, the the most expensive one. I think I think it's more expensive than Denmark. I might be wrong, but yeah, very expensive. But I've heard just majestic and magical and other M words. You know, uh, <laughs> can't think of any other M words. Yeah, I've heard Norway. So I'm going to put this to the listeners. What do you guys think? Send me a message at Backpack Digital, and next episode. I'll uh, I'll read out the answers or episode after or whenever, whenever they come in, say, yeah, to that girl that was saying about Norway, Sweden or Scandinavia, which country is best? I would say it's Sweden because dot, dot, dot. I would say it's Norway because I love the cold and hate myself. <laughs> like it could be, you know what I mean? Like, man, how bad is the cold? You get, I don't get people that love the cold. You know, they must love to be in those, in horrible positions. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, so yeah, send me a message, which is better? <laughs> sound like harry hill now that's a classic reference that is <laughs> which is better there's only one way to find out <laughs> man i'm laughing to myself none of you are even gonna get the reference oh man harry hill genius right then <laughs> so i think that was the last one anyway i think that was the last one right then <laughs> this has been fun this has been fun 
next week tell you what we're doing next week oh yeah so firstly get those messages coming about coming on the show we'll sort it out all audio wise and calls and stuff like that we'll sort that all out later but i just want a list of names and then you know we'll do it we'll do every, every one of you you know so uh if you've got a good story <laughs> no you don't have to but um yeah let me know and then come on the show Ooh, it rhymes i love it we'll give it a go it's all good all right and uh, next week, I think I might do the music one next week, the uh, the comprehensive list of what you guys consider to be great travel songs. So let's fill that list up, man. I can only play like 15 seconds of them. So let's fill that list up. Let's make a good episode. Send me some messages with this is the song I would, I would say is a great travel song, you know? This song reminds me of when I hang glid, you know? <laughs> when I sky div, like... <laughs> Send me your songs. Send me your songs. Let me know. I've really got to stop having coffee, man. Oh, Jesus. Okay, this is the end of this episode. I still, after two years, can't sign off from an episode very well at all. Goodbye to everyone. <laughs> Speak to you next week.